If you guys don't know, Gaggle of Geeks uses Anchor.fm to publish their podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to get a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back, my butts and mashers. It has been two weeks now, and we are finally back. Uh, it's me, Nate's Legend, your host, as always. And today I am joined by uh, Chaz, actually. Uh, so Scott and Jay are both off today. Mental health, well, they wanted an extra week, and I'm not going to tell them no if they need uh, a little extra time. So uh, they're off doing their thing, whatever else. So we have Chaz joining us today. How are you, my man? Dude, I am good. I'm glad that you mentioned it was uh, mental health stuff or whatever, because I was about to say those bastards, but um, that was no, bad timing. No. <laughs> we, uh, we took last week off specifically, yeah. I mean, for a few reasons, but, you know, just mental health. You don't want to get, you know, overworked, whatever else. Um, I had some plans because it, well, honest, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank with you guys. It was my anniversary. So, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I, I want to spend time with my wife. How dare you, man? Right? Like, how dare I? But nonetheless, uh, I believe uh, both of them just have things going on today, needed a little extra time to relax and recuperate. So we do wish them the very best and hope that they, uh, I don't even want to say recover because they're not not recovering from anything. They're just making, uh, they're, 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 they're just chilling. They're just chilling. All right. Nonetheless, I'm getting, uh, getting very <laughs> distracted all right so Chaz, i brought you on today what uh talk about your your gaming preference what what do you like to play uh you know i'm more of an rpg kind of dude um stories or video games are much more character driven and story driven rather than like gameplay mechanics will always win me over usually so uh the more the more i can explore the map the better off i am that's that's fair. That's fair. What uh, I, I if anybody that's following Chaz on Twitter should be able to kind of keep up with his video game habits. Um, I know you've recently been through God of War, Mass Effect, kind of some of these these shows that we've uh, we've talked about on the show, and we haven't brought you on yet. So hoping that uh, that your experience and your, uh, your your active Twitter stance will help us out here. We know which game <laughs> to play. Follow Chaz. He's he's fantastic. He's a great follow on Twitter. Definitely. Oh, uh, which helps if I uh, throw this up there. All right. So Chaz, where else can we catch you? So you're playing video games, but uh, you are you you host a few a few different things here. So where where else can our, our viewers find you? Well, uh, gaggle of geeks. You know, with Patrick, um, Jay producing that, and we've had you on too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had uh, everybody on. on Batman. Watch all the Batman's with you guys. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's uh, I think that's on Patreon. But yeah, I'm over there. Um, and then I'm also I do my own podcast, uh, Over and Under Artists Exposed. So that's been kind of hit and miss lately. But that's because of, like you said, everybody deserves a break. So exactly, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, uh, 
over and under artists exposed tell us a little bit about uh about your podcast what uh what do you do there um i just talk with uh, other creatives uh just about the process of the creating you know the, the journey um so the highs and lows and gets to really know them as as people rather than just as the object of being an artist so it's good stuff man awesome yeah it's a it's great channel i absolutely love listening to it it's it's great background you know just nice nice easy listen so yeah. i wanted to make sure you had a chance to uh to plug there but let's take a a, a moment here we get to brag so you i, I needed another gaggle of geek <laughs> someone on the show here and and both you know jay scott being gone whatever else i, I needed someone so we have chats here specifically uh big celebration we just passed a thousand followers on instagram uh and on the same day i coincidentally i'm, I'm totally coincidentally also passed 500 likes on our uh our, our gaggle of geeks page on facebook as well so things are things are escalating so mad mad props to uh to gaggle of geeks and, and everything that you and patrick have done there Chaz. yeah um, man it's it's been fun um patrick puts a lot of hard work into it so it's nice to see that pay off he does. He does. He's responsible. <laughs> I mean, every week he's he's helping me out as well. He's the one that does our backgrounds. He put together like our uh, our intros and pretty much everything. Patrick has been fantastic. Yeah, and he's just been super busy, especially the the new show with uh, him and Natalie on it. I'm just like, how do you <laughs> have all this time? <laughs> right? Like, oh my goodness, just and and the quality of all of his work. Yep. Like that's, I think that's what I have to point out the most is like, yeah, he's putting himself into a lot of different things, but the quality, man, mad, mad props to Patrick. And we, we love you, Patrick. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. And then congratulations. It's, it's been a lot of hard work, especially on your part. So, uh, yeah, hey just dog, wanted man. to point that out, man. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's been a journey. So, uh, all right. So we got our celebration out of the way. I do have, if I can find my mouse here somewhere, I do have one more surprise for you. So we have one more guest. He has been on the show before. It's been a few months at this point. Uh, the Duke himself, Mr. Duke Mumford, Jeremy, hey how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing very well. How are both the two of you doing? <laughs> great always it's it's i gotta hang out with like talk video games for the next uh probably hour or so i mean <laughs> it's the best day of my life right like come on yeah. so jeremy let's uh let's talk about you for a few moments here a sure. uh, couple reasons why i brought you on um one i just love talking with you you're a fantastic <laughs> fantastic person just want to make sure that uh right. you know getting your your exposure as well because you mm -hmm. just started your own youtube channel uh or at least yeah. you start start posting a little more there tell us tell mm -hmm. us about your channel yeah so um i mean for those who are familiar with me um for what i do on twitch most of what i do on twitch is uh music i play rocksmith it's a you know guitar hero but with a real guitar um uh, but i'm also a gamer and um and i wanted to be able to do a little bit more with that so i figured youtube was the right place to do it so um my youtube channel is just video games i do kind of like vlogs of what i've been playing over the last week uh they kind of skew review-ish, but really it's just, you know, these are things I liked or didn't like or cool things that happened or weird things that happened, whatever. So they're very like train of thought, unscripted. But yeah, I put a lot of work into them and that's kind of what my YouTube channel is right now. 
They're really fun. I, I also had a chance, um, I just yesterday, actually, I, I, I watched every single one of your uh, YouTube channel, <laughs> your videos there. Uh, aren't a lot out right now, but they are fantastic. If you get the opportunity, highly recommend checking out the channel. Again, it's, uh, it's at Duke Mumford, pretty much across the board, but the link tree there as well. So let's go ahead here. And all right, so We've come in, talked about us a little bit. Let's talk video games. Now, uh, E3 is coming up this mm -hmm. uh, this week. It starts next, what, Friday, I believe? The 12th? Is that Friday? Uh, Saturday. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I don't Saturday know. the 12th. Yeah. So, all right. So, fantastic. We have E3. Now, uh, at the beginning of every episode, I always ask a, kind of an icebreaker question. We have our, uh, our, our think about it question. Uh, anybody else that has answers to this please leave a comment we'd love to hear from you so guys i asked you already what uh what e3 game are you looking forward to the most uh let's start with oh jeremy let's let's go with you first what are you looking forward to the most yeah um so e3's been kind of weird you know the last few years is like sony does their own thing and nintendo kind of mm -hmm. does their own thing so really like the only presence you talk about at e3 is like ubisoft like square and microsoft so that being said um I'm really looking forward to hearing hopefully anything really about Starfield. Um, like the Bethesda acquisition is like one of the most insane things to happen to the gaming industry in a really long time. And so, and here's to hoping that, you know, they actually like, I don't know, finish Starfield or really any Bethesda right. game. <laughs> um, but I, I am looking forward to see like what happens there and also just kind of hearing like more about the future of Bethesda. Like maybe we'll get a Fallout tease. I don't know. Maybe. Who, who I'm, knows? I'm but. interested in finding out if this is going to be, uh, is it going to be an Xbox and PC exclusive? Are they, are they going to go ahead and pull the trigger and kind of go back on that promise that they made? Or, or is, is this going to be available for every platform? Is it going to be available PS4, PS5? You know, that's the news that I would want to hear out of Starfield. Mm -hmm. so, person, person, personally speaking, of course. All right, Chaz, what about you? What, uh, what are you looking forward to the most out of E3? Dude, I'm a slut for Ubisoft. I love <laughs> their games for the most part. Um, so they have their issues, I, but they, they have their issues. Yeah. I expect they're going to be announcing some DLC stuff for Assassin's Creed and maybe what might be down the line i hopefully more season pass information that's kind of been the rumor um i did not click on any articles so i don't know if it was clickbait or not but i have heard rumors that there that there was a leak that indicated there you know would be more dlc information available and you can probably find that information online but i'm mm -hmm. Again, I didn't click the article, so I don't want to give you guys fake news or anything here. That's not the goal of the channel. I but. hope I hope so, man. Because that game, it was fun to play that game while watching Vikings at the same time, you know? Mm -hmm. Connections of characters. But mm -hmm. uh, after watching the show, I'm like, dude, they could do so much DLC for that game. Like, Viking lore is so deep. <laughs> It really is, especially with the way they did it for uh, like combining the mythology to real life and, and the way yeah. that they merged it. There is it, so much more you could do. I mean, uh, oh, is it right? It's, it's got to be right here. I mean, you have a whole book that could just be written into a complete story. Uh, this is personally my favorite Viking-themed book, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Neil Gaiman is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, they, they have all these stories that you could easily tie in. The story was already 
very fair well fairly accurate to the actual mythology they did a great job sticking to it so yeah there's so much more they could do and i would love love more on that dlc that cost 40 dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a rough one it's this y'all if anybody that's watched the show knows my gripes with assassin's creed at this point in time <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a journey <laughs> All right, I'm, I know I'm talking a lot, but I'll go ahead and give you guys my uh, my my takes as well. I'm not sure if you can tell from I don't know tattoos, my background, my blanket, uh, Batman. I'm all thing all things Batman. Uh, gonna go ahead and throw this up there. Just I, immediately commenting. Yup, all things Batman. Jay, thanks for joining. <laughs> um, all right, so. Uh, I am looking forward most to Gotham Knights. I, I want to hear a little more about that. What's, you know, kind of what's going on with it. What are we, what are we planning? Um, but I also want Suicide Squad. I'm, I'm very interested yeah. in seeing what Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League actually brings. Is it going to feel like all the Arkham games? It's made by Rocksteady. Is it going to feel the same? Is it, you know, I, I, I want to see more. I, I definitely want to see more there. So not not bad picks gents absolutely fantastic and i love it uh we are going to go ahead and move on again i know it's just a lot of me talking but we do have some not so breaking news um guys it's been two weeks we we, we weren't we weren't here last week so there has been a lot of news i'm gonna start by asking you two uh, is there any news that comes to mind over the last two weeks that uh that really pops to you Go ahead, Chaz. I, I I haven't been paying attention, honestly. Oh, there it is. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, so I'll look for something real quick. <laughs> you're good. Uh, I actually I have one bit of news specific for you, and I've already already hinted at some stuff there, but <laughs> I have one specific for you. Don't you don't you worry. We'll get we'll get there. Jeremy, well, any 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 thoughts? Um, I've been thinking quite a bit about uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is like one of my like top five games ever. Um, I bought it on the PS4. I bought it for PC and like replayed it on PC like fairly recently. It, I'm I'm very excited about Forbidden West, and it was very cool of them in their in their most recent state of play to like show, you know, I mean it's you know it's hard to say how much of that's going to make into the game, but I'm super excited. It seems like they took a lot of little elements from other like notable open world games, like Legend of Zelda, for example, like the the glider, um, like those tiny little gameplay changes. I think are going to be pretty huge. Just, and as long as it retains like the same award winning formula of like gameplay, world building, mm -hmm. and just like compelling monsters that are you know robot dinosaurs to fight, I am super mm -hmm. excited about Forbidden West. So did you like the first one then a lot? I loved it. I, I think the first one's a masterpiece. Nice. I haven't had a chance to play it. What? Okay. So since we, since we have it brought up here, talk, talk about, talk about the game a little bit for us. What, uh, what's the generalized story? Cause again, I, I didn't catch the, even catch the state of play. If I'm honest yeah. with you, I've never played this one. I just got it downloaded. <laughs> tell us, tell us a little about the game. I'll try and do it in the most spoiler free way possible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to like, there's, there's some really big moments. Um, basically uh humanity is really primitive um people have uh the people that are around you they use like spears and like bow and arrow and things like that yet there are these gigantic robot dinosaurs all around you and uh and most of them are hostile and so i mean that's kind of like the setting for the world and 
it's hard for me to say anything else. I mean, Chaz, no, have you played that's, it? That's completely fair. Um, I played maybe two hours of it, mm-hmm. and the controls threw me off so much because I like switching from game to game. Like the controls will always be different. Yeah. You know? So the games sure. are so vastly different for me. I got really annoyed and I have not returned to it. But you should. I know my my dad is playing <laughs> it and he loves it. So yeah, yeah. If you have it on um, if or if you if you I don't know if you game on PC, but like on PC, it plays a lot better than I think it does on a controller. But that's Ooh, just really personal. yeah. Okay. That's totally my preference. But you need like a real beefy PC because um, they went all out on it. And admittedly, it's not as well optimized, but uh, yeah, that's the general like gist of the story. And there's a lot of things that like you uncover as you play it. But again, I don't want to spoil it. Mm, Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, great, uh, great review. Absolutely. I I got got it. I got it for free. I mean, you know, so we'll we'll have to. uh, Out of curiosity, is this is this a a multiplayer game at all? Is this one that uh, that you could get in with your friends or is it uh, single player? Um, completely single player. It's a single player open world RPG. There you go. All right. Sounds sounds absolutely fun. Uh, go mm-hmm. check it out. I mean, why not? It's a part of the state of play. So, uh, also, all right. So, more not so breaking news. Um, speaking of you know PlayStation games here, because that's what you know. All right, I mean, whatever. Um, we have God of War. So much drama surrounding God of War. Oh my goodness. What? Like, okay. So, uh, first off, God of War is delayed until 2022. We'll cross that bridge in a moment because I have feelings. Um, but also, <laughs> so they started out, they're like, oh yeah, God of War Ragnarok, that is the official name. And then uh, PlayStation is, is now, now, now backtracking. Uh, apparently it was all a uh, it was an accidental usage and um, the name God of War Ragnarok is not official after it became official so or reportedly official so it's been it's been a lot of drama for God of War lately um, the biggest news coming out of it for me is of course that it will be delayed until 2022 because I am so getting sick so over all of these delays all of them next year is going to be the year for gaming like let's be honest here it's gonna be great for next year but you know how hard it is to run a video game show when all the video games are getting delayed (laughs) y'all dude i'm reading too um okay we're gonna make it a ps4 game with the delay as well yes why Yes, probably because, because a lot of you people can't, can't get PS5s. PS5, Mister. I have two PS5s. I don't have two PS5s. <laughs> <laughs> I have, have one. That's good enough. That's good enough. That's one more yeah. than I have. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just brag it. Just rub it. You know. <laughs> Jeremy, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the matter here? The game getting delayed. Have you had a chance to play much God of War? Oh yeah, I I actually replayed God of War. On my PS5, I played the PS5 optimized version like a month ago, and it oh, my, it's so much better. Like the the PS5 handles that game so much better than the, the four. So did, smooth, but, dude! It's so smooth. Oh yeah, like almost I, no I load times. The, I like, host the video game show, and <laughs> we all have the PS5s. I was just fair. 
dude i need a sponsorship one of you one of you guys can we can we start a gofundme to get me a ps5 <laughs> goodness gracious i mean you can get one you just uh need to pay well above retail an arm and a leg donate your left uh genitalia we'll, we'll how much do you need nice one of your kidneys wants my kidneys y'all yeah above, uh, above retail right. played once <laughs> yeah. all right no it, it's that'll be a thousand dollars i'm glad to hear that the ps5 is as pretty as as everyone says it is my, my oh, ps beautiful. is starting to go yeah. i got my pretty uh batman one but it's mm -hmm. it's starting to go i already get 4k uh, HDR gaming on my Xbox, so it is definitely the PlayStation I'm going. But what what really sets the PlayStation apart from really Xbox at this point, in your guys' opinion? Why why the PS5 over say the Series X? Jeremy, Jeremy, like it's the, unquestionably the okay. like like if you look at if you look at like Metacritic scores across for like the previous generation, like the top twenty games. A lot of them are exclusives, whether it's to Nintendo or Sony. There isn't like okay. one. I don't. I don't think there's one single Xbox only exclusive that is in like the top twenty for like last generation because there were no Xbox exclusives. They all ended up on PC. Like that's just how it is. And and I can name four off the top of my head. You know, like there's Last of Us Two, God of War, which is soon apparently allegedly not going to be exclusive. Ghost of Tsushima like horizon before it got ported and mm -hmm. and that's just a few games over the last few years like the playstation like sony figured it out like exclusives sell consoles they really do that's the same same argument every time and here's the problem with that argument y'all uh -oh. uh, I'm, I'm gonna put the one the sony fucking knows it they know it. That's why they can do what they're doing. That's why they're making this. So, uh, why they're going the Apple route. I've been, I've, I've, I've talked about this on previous shows. They're going the full Apple route. Everything's going to be restrictive because they know their exclusives sell their consoles. Sony knows it. That's the problem. But their cons like a bad thing. Go but their cons, their consoles are like very well built too. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have zero. Like I, so I had a PS4 base model, and the only thing that was going out on that was uh the fan got really loud yeah but, my base model got really loud but that was six years later yeah six years yeah <laughs> i just got loud i have the as as mentioned i have the arkham knight like whatever version that came out six years ago it's it's about six years before uh i do want to point out that it is coincidentally going out the same time ps5 came out and i <laughs> planned obsolescence <laughs> it is. it's uh it, it's it's by design at this point they're listening they're watching yeah. they know dude that's such an apple move <laughs> it is an I mean, apple move and i know everyone wants to like criticize like sony for this apple-esque approach but like it's hard to, to deny that like playstation games aren't objectively like if they're designed for the platform that they aren't objectively better than their xbox mm -hmm. counterparts like it's one piece of hardware you're designing for it's one studio that coalesces around one console like the playstation exclusives are totally worth buying the console and i'm a pc master race guy like you guys can't see my computer mm -hmm. here but like it's it's a beast like i'm i consider myself a pc gamer yet i bought a ps5 i like went in line and you know like did some horrible things to get one but at the same time though it's because like there are games i can't get there 
And I think it is super cool that like Microsoft wants to be able to like going forward, every game that comes out on Xbox is going to come out on PC. That's incredible for PC gamers. It's yes. not going to sell yes, consoles. Sir. Like, yes, sir. There's no reason if you have a PC, there's no reason to buy an Xbox like, mm. you know, Series X. The yep. PC is just going to do it better. It's uh, oh hundred hundred percent. That's my opinion. One man's opinion. I will I will point out. I don't know if uh, I, I I fall down rabbit holes from time to time, and I was watching a uh, uh, I guess it was on Facebook technically, but uh, I'm talking about you know can you build a PC for uh, uh, with the same specs as the Xbox Series X? Can you build it for that same price? And mm -hmm. honestly, like yes, you technically can, but you're going through some shady stuff to get there. So honestly, like yeah. when it, if you can't do PC, mm -hmm. definitely get the Xbox, but like PS fives on a whole different level. Like it's a, it's its own beast. It's its own genre. And you just, you're just going to have to get one, yeah. but I will point out just a small little other bit of uh, not so breaking news. Um, rumors, rumors, still rumors. It's not news. It's rumors. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted 4 may be coming to PC, which could be interesting because IIRC, that is a another PlayStation exclusive, yes. So mm. if that's coming to PC, how many other P or uh, how many other PlayStation games do you think they port to PC? Do you think they do? Do you think it's something that they do in order to stay competitive with Xbox? Uh Chaz, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I could see that happening especially with all the recent ports that have come over from PS games to the PC. Mm. Um, I wonder if PC is just going to be the central, like you could go either or. So that way they, the not only like, for example, let's say that there's a game that's exclusive to the PS five, right? But they port it over to the PC. That company's still making money off that. So they'll still do deals with Sony exclusively instead of Microsoft or whatever, you know? So yeah. I could see it going that way. That's fair. That's that's a very fair take. But I think Jared, it's important uh, to point out too that like most of these games that have been ported, these are they're old. old. Yeah, yeah, these are years <laughs> old games. Like every mm -hmm. new Xbox game appears on PC same day. But like you know, allegedly there's a Ghost of Tsushima port you know happening. Ghost of Tsushima came out what last year? Two was years ago, I think. Of, was it two yeah. years ago at this point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. If it comes beginning. Yeah, content. if it comes out this year, like that's still a two year old game, you know. So yeah. I think like I like totally Sony's totally going down the route of like of, you know, they they want to make as much money off the PS5 or PS4 release of the game as they can. And then once the sales like slump, they can port it over to PC and start building a new audience. Like I do wonder how many people that have played, you know, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn for the first time they played it on PC or they played Death Stranding on PC for the first time. How many of those people decided to go? and try and get a PS4 or a PS5 because they want to experience, you know, the next game. And mm -hmm. I think that's like Sony's mm -hmm. tactic here is like, is creating a new, or bringing new gamers in that are just PC because they want to experience the game and not have to wait several years, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I And and I mean, look at how hard it's been to get a PS5 right now. Like, I want to, I want to play those games. Like if, if they port them, if they can port them over, which... I'm I'm I, I'm not gonna get my hopes up for it, you know. Like if if it happens, it happens. Cool, but you know it. I'm my my PC is here. 
if it happens, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm prepared, I'm prepared, I'm ready to go. So, all right, we are, we're, we're, we're definitely, we're blowing through time here, man. It's going by a lot faster than I anticipated. Um, I don't know if we're falling behind or if time's just moving faster, but we're going to go ahead and move uh, a little bit quicker through. I have one more piece of uh, news or, or something else I want to talk about. I want your guys' take on it anyway. JJ Abrams apparently writing a script for a uh, portal movie um rumor has it it's likely gonna follow uh the first portal game with shell um the only other interesting piece i saw to this was that fans are already calling for jk simmons to reprise his role as the founder of um aperture science so uh thoughts do you think this is a viable movie can can they make this movie chas this may be your your area of expertise here mr movie uh is that viable well, so when Portal 2 came out years ago, whenever that was, um, there was a short film on YouTube that I think, what's his name, Dan Trechtenberg, is that how you say his last name? Um, who is a filmmaker who did like, you know, 10 Cloverfield Lane and all that, did a short film on it. And dude, it's fucking cool. Um, okay. As a movie, I don't know how you would do it as a, honestly, I think video games would serve better as a TV series than a film. Because there's so much you have to work with. Mm -hmm. So it's, you're, you're trying to condense, you know, let's say the average length of a game is about 10 hours, right? Like just give or take, you, you know, long games, a little, maybe 20 short games, maybe four, but like 10 hours is a fair amount of time for an average. Um, how are you going to fit 10 hours of this video game? into a two hour and a half two hour movie like how how do you just scrunch it down so much when the world expects way more yeah i don't, I don't know they tried it with assassin's right, creed right. and it failed horrible <laughs> question but whatever you know jeremy what are your thoughts is that is that a movie that you'd be interested in i i, I don't know like i i think about it and like Portal 2 does have a lot more of a story than like Portal 1, but still like the story's pretty light. Like the game really is just about, you know, puzzle solving. So I think mm -hmm. if you may wrote a movie that was maybe based around like Gladys or GLaDOS or whatever, if you base it around GLaDOS and then like JK Simmons's character. So, you know, you have flashbacks, you have like maybe current time period. And then like Chell is, you know, off doing portal things, I guess I, th I could maybe see it being a movie, but it just doesn't really seem like there's enough there. Like they'd have to, they'd have to write a lot of what seems like a lot of new story because portal two is pretty light on story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they balance that. I mean, if we do get J.K. Simmons as the founder, though, again, um, I, mean, I, for I forgot the character <laughs> already. I'm going to be honest, but I would want origin story at that point. I would I would want him just yeah. you know why why did they create this lab? Like really getting into it, really showing it. Uh, you can balance it with uh, you know with with current events or whatever. But I I honestly would would say it's origin story at that point but you yeah. need you need jk simmons at that point though you know you know you, also you, uh shout out Chaz. you're getting recognized <laughs> hey alan we <laughs> love you great to have you with us so um, all right, right sorry, total, total distraction yeah go ahead uh just qu question real quick do you think mm -hmm. the movie that would be best compared to portal would that be like jumper from 2007 that awful hayden okay. christensen movie 
Okay. 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 It's, it's so, okay. It's, it's a little Monty. <laughs> I watching it as I I was I was I mean it was yeah. almost ten years ago at this point, right? So watching fun. it as a as a teenager, yeah, that was a pretty fun movie. Like I I enjoyed it. Watching it now, that was a terrible movie. Yeah, it really it was bad up. acting across the board. Nonetheless, yes, I, I would say so, it, it'd have to be something similar, but more of an escape room situation. They're trying to escape from from a, a building, not necessarily or like a, you know, I'm sure things will be tracking him down, but like a more more enclosed versus him traveling the world and, and just running from one particular person. Yeah, yeah same, same vibe. I'd agree. 100%. That's probably the closest you're going to get. That smells yeah, disaster. Oh yeah, <laughs> it is J.J. Abrams though. Like, let's let's be honest here. Uh, he's he's still looking for a director apparently. Um, again, just according to the report I was reading, um, that may shift the focus, but it's still it's still J.J. Abrams. Like, you know, it's gonna be I at least. You know, yeah. I at least. I. So, it it's is gonna be you know, Rise of Skywalker, or it's gonna be like. You know, Super Eight or something like that. It's hard hey, to say. With uh, both, both of those are, I. <laughs> yeah, it's this. I, I actually really liked Super Eight, but Rise of Skywalker is. I don't know. I know this isn't Star Wars, but no, yeah. it's cool. We we there's there's no. Uh, we'll say we get off the train tracks, but uh, there's really no tracks to begin with. We're just plowing <laughs> and deciding what we do as we go. Like who cares? <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. All right, so I, I do want to, I do again, time. I, I want to make sure that we can get to everything I want to get to here today. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give Jeremy a little, a little bit of the floor. I um, wanted to talk a little bit about Subnautica. That's uh, one that you, uh, you recently did a review on the uh, Below Zero. We'll throw this up here as well. So Subnautica be mm -hmm. Below Zero. Tell us a little bit about the game. I, I, we, we'd love to learn about uh, that and how you portray, uh, like how you brought it up on your show. How did you portray that? Let's, uh, you know, kind of give us the rundown. Sure. Um, so Subnautica Below Zero is kind of like a standalone chapter of the original game subnautica uh, subnautica is a single player um open world survival game um, it's like a light survival game as i call it you don't have to manage everything like you wouldn't say like fallout 76 or uh or yeah some of those other games uh, but you still have to manage like hunger thirst and and health and, and of course air because as the same implies you're underwater so in the original Subnautica game, um, your ship crash lands on an on an alien planet that is almost entirely water. So everything you do takes place underwater. You need to explore caves, uh, you need to harvest resources, and you kind of need to discover like the greater mysteries of this planet. They, they, there's a reason you landed on this planet, and uh, and eventually escape it. In Below Zero, um, you're you're playing a completely new character, and you're actually returning to the same planet a year later because you're trying to find like your sister who is involved with the company that you work for and she's mysteriously gone missing. So below zero, um, it changes some things from the original game. Like you have to now deal with like uh, with heat because there is more, it's a Arctic climate and there's more like on land segments and things like that. The games are frankly quite amazing for what they are. They're developed by indie developers and the game's really affordable yet. Like there's a, there's a lot to do. The game is 
doesn't give you a lot of hints or direction mm -hmm. about where to go. It just says the thing you need to go is in this general direction. And so you may have to spend hours and hours exploring through different cave systems, trying to find the right objective. And on top of all that, everything in the ocean wants to kill you just like our ocean. So there's a lot of things that you need to like balance. It's not just the survival mm -hmm. elements. There's the exploration. There's the try not to die to sea creatures that are like, like imagine, uh, imagine finding like a hundred foot Kraken or something like that. Jeez. You know, what do you, that's what the game like throws at you. So it's got like a, some scary moments in it. Mm. Um, but I really like that. I, I like the concept. The game is gorgeous and it's one I strongly recommend. And it's actually available on consoles as well. So no matter where you want to play it, mm. you can play it, which is pretty neat. Oh. It, it looks like an interesting, very interesting game. What, yeah. so my, my question is like, okay, I know you have to craft and everything with it, mm -hmm. but uh, the whole idea is that you're under, basically under, you know, the sea, whatever else, you're, you're underwater. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how are you crafting in that case? Do you like, are, are you bringing it onto the ship? Do you have to go up to the surface to craft? Mm -hmm. how, how does crafting work in this case? So in both games, um, you have, you have like some form of technology with you. Uh, you have a, in the first game, you have like a life pod that has like a basic crafting station on it. So you just have to go collect the materials and it just more or less fabricates, you know, 3D prints, whatever, whatever you need. And in the second game, it's largely the same thing, but eventually you need to build a base. So there is built base building involved too, which ticks yet another box of like a good survival game. Um, so that way you can craft more advanced stuff. Eventually you'll need vehicles to be able to access the deepest parts of the game and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole gameplay loop is craft, survive, escape. That's fair. That's fair. Let's. I'm, I'm going to throw this up here, Alan, as well. Um, talking about getting uh, Subnautica on the Switch. Is it <laughs> worth downgrading graphics? Uh, go. I, I mean, you love the game. Is, is, it, yeah. is it worth the downgrade? You know, I haven't seen it on the Switch, but I don't know. I can't imagine it would be too much of a downgrade. Like it's a good looking game, but it's also not the best looking PC game I've ever seen. I bet on the switch, it still looks pretty good. And I think the game is worth it. Like uh, I'm actually going to be traveling here in a week or two. Um, and I'm going to bring my switch with me and I'm trying to decide what I want to play right now. A, a, a replay of the original Subnautica is on the list, but maybe Final Fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, it, uh, you, you did another Final Fantasy uh, video on your your channel as well. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, again, excellent, excellent channel. Yeah. I, I absolutely Thank love you. your, uh, your stuff there. So, um, okay, but Sub Subnautica, uh, especially the the new one. What what are some of the differences that they that they brought into this game uh, below zero versus the the first one? Is there a, uh, you know, did, did they make it better? I guess you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, there's. Well, there are some notable gameplay changes. Um, in the first Subnautica, you barely spent any time above ground. There, there are some like islands, but really, like most of what you do is underwater. And below zero, they um, they put a lot, a good chunk of the story on land. So you do need to spend more time on land. And my cat yeah. is is climbing over because that's what she likes to do. Uh, so you spend more time on land, but they also made like small optimizations, like you can pin recipes, which seems like such a simple thing. But I think for like indie developers, you know, it, like things like that end up like pretty low on their priority list. Are, are, are you done? I, I love it. I love it. Oh, they're so adorable. 
Sorry about that. Um, I want to apologize for animals. We don't have <laughs> on this show. We'll get my dog in the background from time to time. It's, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right, go ahead. Keep, yeah. keep going. Keep going. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like small tweaks like that. And they added in, in a new vehicle called like the C truck, which has been totally, which is completely modular. It can be just a single small one person sub to you can add storage, crafting, and um, and a module that allows you to carry the other vehicle, which is kind of like a mech, mm -hmm. like a suit or whatever um so really just like small things but entirely new story the on land mechanic you can freeze to death whereas underwater you worry okay. more about oxygen so no matter where you are like there's still an element of survival to it which is okay fun. so you can't get complacent at all no you're pretty much always and and another thing too i think is like that the game is like always challenging from from start to finish you're never like you never feel overpowered uh, what's also unique about Subnautica is like in both games, you don't have weapons. You can't really fight back against the hostile creatures. And I think, and that's an intentional game decision. Like mm -hmm. the like they want you, it's not a game about like killing things. It's a game about surviving. Um, so most of the time, all you can do is run away. So that makes everything that much more scary. There's, there's an amnesia like element to it. <laughs> Is there a, uh, okay, so say you do get attacked. I mean, I again, uh, some clips on your, uh, your, your, your channel there. Um, when you do get attacked, what, what is your escape method at that point? Then how, how are you actually able to run away if they just pop out of nowhere? Um, well, so they didn't make the, mo the uh, enemies in the game. They're not so aggressive that they'll like chase you from one end of the ocean to the other. They kind of have like a zone. Okay. So really it's just like, you know, get out of their zone or find a way to like sneak around them when they're not directly looking mm -hmm. at you. Later on, you do get things to like help them stop attacking you. And that way you can like run away. But really like it's just you running the whole time. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Chaz, uh, let's let's bring you in a little bit here. You haven't had a chance to play Subnautica either. Is it uh, is is more of a survival game than an RPG, really? But is this a, a game that you've had any any interest in? Any you know any curiosity about it? Well, survival games make me rage quit too often. I know um, same fair. thing with Minecraft, dude. Like I, I don't like Minecraft for that survival element that you mm -hmm. can do on there. So. Okay. It's a hit or miss, man. I don't know. I, I tried. What's that other survival game? Returnal. I mean, you try to survive on that and you fucking die. And then the whole level <laughs> resets. And you're like, what? So mm. I don't know. I, I'm up for the challenge, but um, sounds interesting. Like the vehicle mods and how is it multiplayer or uh, just single player? Just single players. Mm -hmm. See, that'd be cool, too, if it was multiplayer to like build your vehicle to have more people fit in. You know, that'd be cool. But yeah. um. Do I like in favorite. Oh, go ahead. No, no, keep going. Keep going. Sorry, oh, go sorry, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I like indie developed games though. Um, the last one I played was a few years ago. Um, but it's the one where what do you call it? Where they you could travel through time, essentially. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I should have remembered. That, I mean, that does not narrow it. <laughs> it's. I mean, there's a. Why you're traveling through time? Yeah, no, I don't know. You could you could pause time, go back in time. I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I I, I appreciate uh, indie games, but was I'm it sure. A we'll... No, it was a drama. It was like a character driven story. 
Life is strange. That's what it's called. Life is strange. Oh yeah, life is strange. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, I know what you're talking about. All yeah. right. <laughs> okay. I pitched that All so right. awful. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took it took some brain power to get there, but we got there, and that's the important part. We got All there. Right, we are we're gonna go ahead here. Uh one last question before we move on to our main topic. What is your favorite? Uh, we're gonna go since we're talking Subnautica for a moment here. What is your favorite survival game? What what is your go-to? Mm -hmm get the opportunity so i'm kind of like Chaz. i uh also rage quit during survival games so for <laughs> me it's like the survival games that i play like they have i don't want to be like burdened by like survival um a game i think about uh, quite a bit when i'm talking about survival games is called the forest um i don't know if either of you two have played it but uh basically yeah no it's like it's survival is a whole thing in that game like every day you wake up you're like all right i need to go fill my water and then get it start you know i need to start sterilizing it over the campfire so it won't be ready for a while while i'm doing that then i need to go like hunt for food then i need to go collect materials to make like arrows or whatever and so like with your remaining two hours of daylight it's like all right well i guess let's try and advance the story a little bit like i think if the survival is like too hardcore like it doesn't work for me um mm -hmm. But I think, but I think Subnautica is like extremely well executed in that because it's not really burdensome. I can't really think of any other like survival games that I've played recently that are, I don't know, more hardcore like that. But uh, I think one of them that kind of comes to mind is like Death Stranding, which is, mm -hmm. I know, a walking simulator, but like there's a lot of survival elements to it. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, I'd say probably Death Stranding is another really good okay. one that comes to mind it's a great answer great answer Chaz, do you do you even have one that you've enjoyed or did you rage quit them all that is perfectly okay <sighs> i rage quit them all dude yeah it's fair it's fair <laughs> no it's fair i mean survival games you have to you have to dedicate yourself to them you yeah. really have to dedicate the time to it and it's I, hard to do that yeah i like the elements that it introduces though um, and I wonder if more video games introduce those elements. Cause like, I know like with like red dead two, you're mm. supposed to eat or whatever, or like you lose weight or, you know, whatever. Um, and I often think like if grand theft auto included real survival stuff, or like if you try to steal a car and it's empty on gas, what do you do? <laughs> you know? So I think <laughs> yes. that'd be fun to apply to those games, but, um, full on survival dude, like that's another level of, skill yeah. i don't have just yeah. like a certain level of immersion that's like too much like yeah. you don't want to yeah steal a car with no gas i, I already struggle to survive every day so yeah I, was say, <laughs> my, my, I would say my favorite survival game is probably real life because yeah. it's, i mean that's a terrifying terrifying situation the graphics are all right. I, I have to wear corrective lenses <laughs> to make sure the gra graphics are okay. But once I once I get those on, things you know things start to kind of calm down a little bit. I can I can see graphics are all right. And then you step outside <laughs> and it's just boss battle after boss battle after boss battle. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, guys. It's or it's too hot like right now. <laughs> so yeah, we live in a procedurally generated world. Every day is different. You know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Everybody experiences it different. It's all we're all just in an AR. Just I'm so okay. So guys, here's 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 my weirdest thought. Speaking of Matrix slash everybody views the world different. What if you and I see different colors? So your blue is my pink, but because we're all you're pointing at the color and saying this is blue, right? Like 
we were, we're seeing different colors, but we have the same name for it. So in reality, my logo in the top right, though it's green and blue to me, like it's actually my pink and yellow to you. But we associate that being. Oh, dude. I'm, you know, I'm throwing Scott up here simply because <laughs> I needed someone, and I don't even think he's commenting on this. I'm gonna be honest with you; he's not commenting on this. I need to effect? laugh. I need to laugh. <laughs> yes, I do. I have, I have air horns, and I have. Oh, I don't have laughing anymore. No. Nope, okay. okay. <laughs> I still have. I still have. Hey, listen, and that's all that matters. I haven't even once this episode yet. Just. The, all right, y'all. All right, <laughs> let's let's jump on let's jump on topic here, guys. One last thing: we have our really our our main topic at this point in time. We are talking Knockout City. Now, this game is uh the the reason I chose this. You look at, at certain games like um, Among Us, Fall Guys. Uh, I mean, I I want to throw Fortnite and Overwatch in there, but those are definitely more long term games um they feel very it felt very fatty to me it felt like a fad where you know you're, you're gonna go in we're gonna start you know we're enjoy it for a little bit and then it's just gonna disappear similar to to the other games so i'm like you know what let's let's get this in here let's let's actually you know let, let's make sure we get an episode on it hence the reason why we're doing it today but i had a chance to actually sit down and play this game and it is stupid fun it is so much fun, and I really wish I was getting paid to say this, but um, <laughs> I'm not. It, it, it's fun. It is. All right, so Knockout City. Let me let me give you guys the uh, the basic rundown here. So it is a team, usually team-based, uh, third-person, basically a dodgeball game. It's it, plain and simple. It's a, it's a dodgeball game. Um, it's developed by Velen Studios, published by uh, EA Originals, which is their uh, kind of their indie developer platform, helping indie developers get up there. Um, Velen Studios also just as a fun fact for you guys, they developed the Mario Kart Home Circuit, the uh, the one where you kind of build a track at home and and mm -hmm. yeah. So already they, uh, you know that they have quality. Right? I, I Nintendo trusted them at that point. So nonetheless, all right. So so anyway, um, and, and as I mentioned, it is basically a dodgeball game. You have multiple different types of balls. Uh, you have your standard ball that you're going to be able to throw at people. Um, you're going to have your uh, you have a moon ball that helps you jump. Um, you have a dynamite ball that is, is it's based, it's a bomb that, uh, it's timed or on contact. So they really throw in a lot of different elements to this. Um, as of currently, there are five maps and six different modes. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I only played team KO. Um, it's really all that I got into, but I did spend a majority of my time doing the, uh, uh, the tutorials. Um, fun fact, you do also get achievements for completing the tutorials and like a lot of XP bonuses. So if you get the chance, go through the tutorial. It's, it, it's awesome. Nonetheless. All right. I digress. Uh, um, moving on. So uh, some of the different modes, team KO, we also have like diamond dash where you're, you're just rushing around, picking up diamonds to defeat the other team. So it, it does a good job of bringing in multiple different types of modes. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, that's the game in a nutshell. I can't necessarily give too much, uh, more because there isn't much more to it. Um, we'll talk about the movement and the different types of throws and everything here momentarily, but, uh, throw this up from Alan as well. It is, it really is fun. It, and 
One thing that I, I have to point out here as we get into the throwing of the ball, as we get into the dodging, into the you know catching and, and kind of the rules of engagement here, um, it is 100% reactionary. Is that a word? Is reactionary a word? I think that's a is, word. Yeah. Even more so, am I using it correctly here? That's, I guess <laughs> that's the, the better question. Anyway, no, uh, yeah. So it, yeah. it's all about your reaction speed, okay? So uh, with dodgeball, as you start, uh, you go, you pick up a ball. Um, you are able to lob pass it. Or not lob pass it, sorry. You're able to lob it. You are able to curve ball it. You're able to uh, basically line drive it. What's the term I'm looking for here? Uh, fast ball. Basically fast ball it straight at them. The goal is if you do not have a ball, do not have a ball, um, you can catch it. You can also ram the ball away, and you're basically just trying not to get hit by it. When you have the ball, you're trying to throw off their groove. So, for example, you have your, your curve ball. Um, you bounce, throwing the ball back and forth. Everybody's catching it. It's starting to charge up. You throw a curve ball, and suddenly that timing that they're used to to catch the ball is thrown off. So it ends up, they, they go to catch the ball. They're too soon. It hits them. Um, you know, the, the entire thing is trying to time your catch, time your throw, time everything to uh to, to how fast the ball is going right so it is it is all about reaction as we get into this but um movement so you you guys had a chance to at least watch some videos on it haven't had a chance to necessarily play yet correct correct yep. okay so what what have you guys seen from this what uh if, if you had to what piques your interest it would is this a game that you guys would even be interested in playing based off what you've seen yes but the price right. drove me away okay Okay, yeah. let me ask you this. Are you playing on your PS5? Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Good. You don't deserve the game. All right. Uh, oh, Mr. Moneybags over here. Can't, can't no, buy a $20 no. game. In fact, I do want to throw this one out there. It is available through EA Play, which is available through Game Pass if you guys really want to know how I've been playing this game. it's I, I have Game Pass. Like, it, Cool little feature. Uh, it is free free there mm -hmm. so you and your ps5 don't deserve this <laughs> well, there's also available on origin as well yes. if, yeah. if you have uh, that subscription yes uh ea origin um and xbox game pass with ea origin so mm -hmm. uh, um, or how much how much is it on on the playstation store it's 20 bucks yeah 20 bucks. okay 20 that's not terrible at least it's not a $60, like, I mean, this is a whole game. Like, okay, 20, 20 bucks is a fair price. Um, maybe. Here's the thing, dude. It looks a little light for 20 bucks, not gonna lie. It does. <laughs> it it's a little bit light, but especially because they, okay, they do have, they do have a, like, a store where you get holocrons and have to spend them, and, you know, you can get your cosmetics, you know, similar Rocket League, whatever else. The difference being, um, it's super easy to get those coins. Like, it's super easy, so you're always feeling like you're progressing and always moving up and always getting better and, like, unlocking things. So, I mean, 20 bucks for the initial game with the amount of cosmetics that you can naturally unlock, I don't think it's that unfair. I'll be honest. Chaz, you had something to say, though. Go ahead. I totally just, you know, bombarded your stuff there. Oh, you're okay. I just, from the trailer and from all the gameplay, it looks like a Fortnite-based game where you're just jumping around and trying to defend yourself. And Fortnite is free, 
and it has microtransactions. That's how it makes its money. This game has microtransactions, but it's twenty bucks for five or six levels. You know, whatever it is. I'm, I'm, I haven't even seen where I can buy those though with the microtransactions. Like I've been through the store and they, it's, they don't make it easy yeah. to go purchase these these holocrons or anything. So it's not a, you know, yes, it has the microtransactions, but like they kind of, they're, it feels like they're kind of hiding it. And I don't want to defend EA by any any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, because EA is guilty as fuck. They for are transactions. <laughs> fuck for that. Um, I don't want to defend them, but this one feels. I, I will point out this one feels less money grabby. Okay, like I, I'll, I'll give them that much. Um, nonetheless, let's let's talk about let's talk about the game itself. So uh, I mentioned some of the different abilities that you can uh, can do. Let's start with uh, your, your your basic defense. Um, well, no, let's start with offense first because it ma it makes everything a little bit more sense. The game doesn't have an aiming system. Basically, once you once you initiate the I want to throw the ball, it auto locks on to whichever. Um, opponent happens to be in your view or whichever one is closest, whichever one you can hit. You don't have to aim. You don't have to target, um, which makes the, uh, the curve balls and the lob balls and everything just uh, a little bit more um, intentional intentional you're not having to focus on like where you're actually throwing the ball you lock on you hit the right trigger and the x and it's it's off it's gone you know so um it makes things interesting and it does kind of simplify everything and you're not trying to to focus on where you're aiming um kind of takes you out of it just a little bit you're you can just kind of spam and eventually you're going to hit something but that's where your uh, your defense really comes into play okay so um defense you can catch the ball uh the different levels of catching just based off of your reaction um how close the ball is to you by the time you actually hit it you can get your perfect you're good and it helps build up uh the power of the ball but you can also dodge and this is the part that i find most interesting about the dodging is it's not just dodging you can use it as a ram feature so if you have a ball that's coming at you you don't have the reaction speed to actually like uh or if your natural reaction is to dodge versus um catch you can dodge toward the ball and it will just knock it away. So you're not, you're not limited to having a ball in your hand to knock it. You, you just you basically hmm. evade forward and ball gets knocked out of the way. So really interesting defense there. You also do have your catch. Like I mentioned, um, that's hundred percent, all 110% reaction. It's, it's insane. It's, it is difficult. Um, you have your different lob shots. Like I said, lob shots. You got your uh, charged shots that I kind of mentioned. But you also have your ultimate shots, which uh, really starts to get complicated when we move into the next part that I'm going to talk about. Honestly, I'm just talking for the sake of talking. Y'all can just keep listening. Yay! <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So um, where was I? Uh, I know the term I was even looking for. Y'all, my brain is Ultimate shots? Day. Ultimate shots. Yes. Thank you, my good man. All right. So mm -hmm. ultimate shots. Um, I haven't actually haven't had a chance to dive too deep into these, but you do have the option to essentially throw a bomb. They have their normal bomb shots, but your ultimate, you're launching up in the air. It's completely controlled. You choose where it lands. Uh, think of controlled Nifa. Uh, wow. Diva nerf. Diva, Diva nerf. nerf. Diva nerf. So you launch it up in the air, it comes down, it explodes everywhere. Essentially, it's that, but you control the you control it the entire way. Okay. So uh, goal, of course, getting as many knockouts as possible. That really adds, you know, again, another element to it. But what gets really interesting is you can become a ball yourself 
Uh, roll up into a ball, you become a ball, uh, pass it between your team, and then magically you become an ultimate. And then you get to control where you land. So you're uh, popping down anywhere that you're wanting to and exploding everything that you want. It's, mm -hmm. it's insane. Like it, the combos that you have to do to get there are crazy. Go ahead, Chats. Yeah, we'll, we're uh, can the other team catch you if you're the ball and throw you away? I don't know. Because that's was, suck, okay, dude. That, was, that is <laughs> it. Okay, because uh, so they don't bring it up in the training what happens if the enemy catches you. Um, they teach you how to supercharge yourself so that you become an ultimate. Uh, they they don't I don't think they teach you or say what happens. And I'm gonna be honest, I I haven't been caught. <laughs> I, I, I use all mechanism to roll around the map. That's all I do. I'm just traveling around the map like it. Like it's it's a little bit faster that way, but like mm -hmm. I kind of want to do it now. I will say the video that I watched on um, mm -hmm. Knockout City, uh, the, the the YouTuber made it a specific point to note that if you are the ball, someone can still technically catch you, can and, they, okay. and then and then throw you off the edge. Which is, I, they know, do tell you how to same. break out of um, how to break out of being a ball. They 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 kind of go into in the training. They they at least teach yeah. you the, the 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 process, but they they say it with your teammate as well. That's interesting. The training is very in depth, and it's it's a pretty good training, if I'm honest. But yeah, it never. I don't think it answered that. Yeah, the game actually like seems like I'm, I'm glad complex. Like like the, the different balls, the ultimate thing, the charging mm -hmm. up. Like it doesn't seem as like one dimensional mm -hmm. as I think it initially did. But I oh. still don't know if that's twenty dollars. <laughs> dimensional as you think it is, and I'm gonna loop back yeah. to the. Night, uh, that, that you mentioned there, yes, it's third person, yes, it's cartoony. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, customization even feels very, uh, very Fortnite, but it's not as you, you stand a fair chance, it doesn't matter your skill level, you stand a fair chance in this game, and I think that's part of what makes it more fun than, say, Fortnite, because Fortnite. Yes, they have their tiers now, but Fortnite is if you have not been playing this particular game since the very beginning and know how to <laughs> what's crank 90s, I think is a, is that still a term for Fortnite? I don't know. If you didn't learn how to build, you land, there's an Eiffel Tower that gets built up immediately in front of you. You have no combat and you just immediately die. Like you actually stand a chance in this game. And even better. You know how long the games are going to be. So Team KO is three rounds, best of three. First one to 10 KOs wins, or there's, a, I believe it's a five-minute um, like match time. So with whoever has the most after five minutes. So you know how long these matches are actually going to be. You can hop in and play for however long you want and get a few wins mm -hmm. without feeling like, oh, I'm just going to drop down and, and die, and there's no point in playing this game. Yes, the games are going to be five minutes each, but that's because I'm losing, not because I'm necessarily winning and having fun. So that, that is one other thing I will point out. If you are on a time crunch, it's it's worth jumping in for a couple few minutes at least. So yeah. is it possible that the rest of your team gets knocked out, mm -hmm. but you're the only one, but the other team has all the people, could that one person still somehow survive? and knock out the rest of the team, like John Wick style? If okay. the team is not coordinated, yeah, 100%.
Dude, I want to go John Wick with the dodgeball. Bam! <laughs> because, like I said, it's it's not about you throwing the ball. It's like, yeah, you want to keep it, you know, keep them on their toes, change up how you're throwing it, you know, whatever else. But but it's it's about your reaction time to catching the ball. So if they're coordinated, they're gonna throw all three balls at you at the same time. But in reality, if they're throwing it, if it just as they get balls, you can catch them and throw them back without like it's just a matter of catch throw, catch throw, catch throw. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You could. You could dominate one v3 uh i will point out however uh team ko you do respond so you have basically two lives if you get hit by the ball once you're at half life uh get hit again that's when you officially respond it's only a five second respond time and you're generally put pretty close to your team so you're not uh it's not quite the same as dodgeball where you know you go sit out once you catch it someone comes back in which actually could be a really interesting mode though but would be so infuriating like i'm thinking mario kart uh what's the uh renegade roundup like yeah ever, yeah like that that type of like anyway sorry i digress again but yeah no i i i can see that do you think there'll be costume because you know how fortnite's uh kind of done costumes with pop culture Mm-hmm. where it has like a lot of characters or whatever. Do you think this game will incorporate dodgeball, a true underdog story characters <laughs> so you can play as like pirate I, Steve? I thought that I thought that here's mm. what I want. This is the only thing that I want. And I, all I want is an homage. <laughs> I just want a reference. I want to okay? be blazer. Can I be blazer? I want, <laughs> skins are one thing. Skins are one thing. I want what I want is one ball. That is a wrench. <laughs> yes. All I want. It's, it, it's it's just a standard ball. It has the same hitbox as a ball. You catch it like a ball. Undodgeable. A <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's like Fair. the ultimate weapon. Yeah, yes. you, can't, you can't dodge it. It always hits. <laughs> it always hits. It uh, it knocks you out immediately. Launches you across the map. If you nope. I'm I'm so here for this. If they ever <laughs> want this, is what I want. This is this is all I want is a wrench. All I want. Heck yeah, dude. Uh, all right it is pretty good i'll go ahead and give my final thoughts on it um 100 it really is a, a reactionary game it's i would i would personally vote uh if you pl- if you get into it and you actually play it and and you're gonna play it m- for more than just a weekend and you want to do it in your spare time it's worth 20 bucks if you, it's not worth 20 bucks to try it though it's not like it, it's not a twenty dollar. Like if you're going, if you go in and you don't think that you're gonna play it more than a few times, uh, don't don't purchase it. Like try it out through Game Pass if you can. Try it out uh, if it's on a discount even. But if you if you think that you're gonna go in and it looks like a fun game that you could put a lot of time into, like Overwatch, uh, Fortnite, um, Spellbreak, you know any of those games where you just you know, it's unlocking things and unlocking things. Rocket League. Mm-hmm. If you think you can put in the dedication, yeah, it's worth twenty. Bu- it's easily yeah. worth twenty. Easily worth twenty bucks. Sure, but uh, super fun. Like I said, focus if, if you can. Don't don't focus on where you're throwing the ball. Focus on 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 catching it. Focus on dodging. That's all. That's really all that it is. Um, those those are my thoughts. Those that's my opinion. I like it. It's a fun game. Six point five out of ten. <laughs> Okay. All right, y'all. I think that does it for our time. Uh, we'll let that finish out. I, I do think that does it for our time. I know the last little part there is just me taking over and telling you guys why you need to buy this game. 
anyway, uh, <laughs> but I, I thoroughly enjoyed having you guys on. We're going to take a minute. I want to uh, just kind of recap a little bit here. Um, oh, also, Scott, of course, saying looks super fun. It, it, it really is. I want to recap, make sure that everybody knows exactly where to find you guys. So, uh, Chas, one more time, where can our viewers find you? What? Uh, where are you at? Uh, if you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your boy Chazzy, it's pretty straightforward. Um, and I have links to uh, all the podcasts that I'm on at those profiles. So, a lot of being, yeah. dude. Yes. Linktree is uh, is your best place for all things Chaz. Uh, Jeremy, Mr. Duke, the Duke himself, where can our viewers find you? Um, I'm mostly on Twitch and YouTube, both at Duke Mumford. Uh, I do have a Twitter, but I mostly use it to rage at video game companies for poor game design. Like there's a massive mm. tweet on there. But uh, yeah, Twitch and YouTube, I'd say, are probably the best places to find me. It is. There it is. Again, I, I've loved listening to both of your guys' channels. It's been an absolute pleasure having you guys here today. Um, all right, guys, before we go anywhere, though, I am going to go ahead and plug a couple things. First off, check out our merch store. Another link tree there for you, Gaggle of Geeks. Uh, you can find our shop, our, our channels, everything. Um, again, we just surpassed 1,000 followers on Instagram, 500 on, uh, uh, on on Facebook. Thank you guys so, so much for everything. Uh, I'm going to, you know what? Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I, I've, I've been really nervous to do this, but I, I'm going to go ahead and do it, okay? If anybody is actually watching this and, and is interested, if you send me a picture of you, it, it, send, it, send it here. If you have a, a button mashing or gaggle of geeks merch, Take a picture, send it into the email address there, gaggleofgeekshow at gmail.com, and I will make sure that there is a segment to include any pictures that anybody sends me. So please go check out the merch. If this doesn't work, it doesn't work. If nobody takes a picture, nobody sends it in, nobody sends it in. I, it, but I'm curious. Send it in. I can get you guys. I can get you guys on the show. We'll, we'll, we'll feature a, uh, a merch segment. So anyway, pulled the trigger on that one. That was terrifying as can be. <laughs> I was so nervous to do it. So we're just going to blow right through it again. Check it out. Um, Patrick Beatty, of course, we talked about him. Please make sure to go follow him. He puts in a lot of work and we want to make sure to, uh, to thank him for that. Um, last thing it is, and you'll notice from my hat, it is officially pride month. Y'all. I know we focused on mental health last month. It is officially pride. And if you cannot tell from my backdrop, um, we are 110% LGBTQIA plus, uh, super positive. This is a really big month for us. So especially when it comes to our, our, our video game counterparts, right? Those of us in the, uh, the LGBTQIA plus community that want to play video games, we love you. Happy Pride. Please stay safe. Um, check it out. There's there's actually a few video games. Uh, there is a Pride. Uh, oh, man, I already forgot the name of it, and I had it written down. Uh, it's a free game. Main character is trans, and it is free this month. And as soon as I remember it, I will uh, will we'll be off the air by that point. So I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, but yeah, anyway, happy Pride, y'all. Uh, just wanted to make sure to give a quick, quick shout out there. So anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's everything. I think that covers it. I'm Nate's legend. Uh y'all, please, 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 please take care of your mental health and as always, keep gaming.